I V M. Hey all, my name is Siddharth Deshmukh and I'm the traveling professor. And I teach various subjects like digital transformations, marketing, business and media, blah, 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 etc. This podcast is my diary of sorts. This is the traveling professor's diary where I share cheer, insights, anecdotes from my journey and experiences. Here's what I have in store for you today. Talking to strangers. Malcolm Gladwell. I think he has got a gift here. Malcolm Gladwell does. You don't remember him? He's the guy who wrote about how we tend to make very quick decisions in Blink. About the 10,000 hour rule in Outliers and about how an idea becomes very viral in The Tipping Point. I just finished reading his latest book, Talking to Strangers. And once again, I think he really manages to make you think of everything once again. You think you've understood something, but then he makes you think about it again. He gets you to question everything about your assumptions around that subject. And if you're open enough, you tend to kind of question those assumptions. I know he kind of has his detractors. Not all of his books are as good as each other. Okay. I personally did not like, you know, that David versus Goliath thing, whatever that was. But personally, anybody who can make a nonfiction book read like Harry Potter has to be very special. Yeah. In fact, if anyone is averse to reading nonfiction, I'll recommend his name and say, okay, start with a good book from this guy's work. What this guy does is really well. Okay. He observes people and describes them in an intimate, personal way, as if you can see those people. And then he draws insights from them. I'm not his agent again, by the way. I do think, again, this book, Talking to Strangers, has its minor flaws. It left me, for example, a little confused in the end as to yeah, exactly what are you trying to say. But these are just minor quibbles. I think the guy is gifted. This particular book, Talking to Strangers, it's a nice read. It talks about what we should know about the people we don't know. My key takeaways from this book are three. First, let's not judge strangers to be like us. You know, think like us in similar situations, etc. Uh, behave similarly uh, to us in a default option. This is especially useful when traveling. Your co-passengers actually come from different worlds, worlds that maybe you hardly ever know, yeah. So don't pretend familiarity, perhaps, you know, step outside your own skin, look a little deeper, maybe. This seems obvious, but we rarely do this. We kind of co-op people into our own world, but don't really observe them. Next takeaway, the second one, is that people don't really show their true emotions. And we tend to read what's on their faces, but sometimes miss the actual picture. The world is not as transparent as we think it is. And we should be watching out for the mismatch between what is said and what is unsaid. I find this specifically useful when I'm teaching and I encourage my students, you know, to say what they feel like, but I'm also looking at body language. This is one of the reasons why like I'm talk, telling people, hey, look, you want to yawn, please yawn. Okay. Nothing worse than a stifled yawn. And that comes from the learning that, you know, it's better to express w what you're saying rather than not. The third takeaway from this book is probably the most insightful, the most amazing. And that's why I kept it for the last. Let me bring this insight to you with an example. Did you know that suicides are actually connected with the place or the method of suicide? You know, that actually means that 
less people will commit suicide if their favorite bridge that they jump off has more enforcement or if the most popular way of committing suicide is by shooting yourself with a gun the number of suicides will go down if handguns are banned now i know what the argument is a person wanting to commit suicide will find another method right that's what you'll say but gladwell actually shows us data in this book that highlights something called coupling that people only behave in a certain way in a certain circumstance and will not behave in that way if the context and circumstance changes now i know what you're saying and this is the main argument against malcolm gladwell too that he you he cherry picks data that means he just picks up data that you know suits him and paints a story around it that he wants to and he's a great wonderful storyteller there is some merit in it but let me also ask you this don't you find yourself behaving differently when you go back to your hometown right and visit a familiar place doesn't your language change when you meet an old pal well that is coupling for you i personally think there is some merit in this line of thinking let's keep our minds open and try to understand right come to think of it the more i'm speaking to you about this book the more clarity i'm getting lesser confusion and i'm glad i'm doing so do yourself a favor read any of his books that i've mentioned judge for yourself as i said i'm no agent of his and he has his flaws but some of his books and some parts of his books are incredibly good well thank you for listening to me and do spread the word that the traveling professor is in town at least on his podcast the traveling professor's diary if you like this podcast don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts huh? by the way on the ivm network you can listen to us on the ivm podcast app or ivmpodcast.com too you can also follow us on social media at ivm podcasts on twitter and instagram and of course if you want to reach out to me i am on instagram and linkedin yeah as what else the traveling professor see you soon